You're listening to the Be Well, Be Wild podcast. I'm Jenny Wolf, and with over 13 years of coaching experience, I know a thing or two about transforming the way you live, love, and lead. If you're looking to wildly upgrade your life, relationships, productivity, mental, physical, spiritual well-being, then you're in the right place. My goal on this podcast is to show you how to authentically leverage greater well-being, connection, and leadership to create true joy and lasting success at home and work. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, skills, and mindset shifts required to say bye to the status quo life and hello to being well and wildly successful. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. So today is all about goal setting, but non-traditional goal setting and grounded goal setting. So if you are someone that has found themselves setting goals year after year, only to find yourself forgetting part way through the year that you even set goals and getting to the end and being like, what did I say I was going to do again? Or you're someone that just goal setting stresses you the F out and you just have not found it helpful. Well, regardless of where you are with your goal setting process, I want to share with you something that is, I think, tremendously effective. I've seen it be very effective with my clients and myself. And it just allows this process to be a little bit more fun than maybe how you might be relating to it right now. It is going to require you to reinvent your relationship with goal setting. However, I think that it's going to find, you're going to find some relaxation in this process and a little bit more of a spirited approach, something that comes from more of within rather than trying to match your goals to maybe what externally looks good. Instead, we're really trying to find and discover the goals that will actually make us feel good on the inside, not just look good on the outside. So if you know what I mean by that, you probably have listened to a few of my podcasts before. But what I actually mean is, you know, we often are seeking to find success that other people think is great or what we have been taught or trained to believe is good, which is things like, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, having the family, having the house, making a certain amount of money. And while all those things might be things that you do truly want, there is more to it than just the material aspect of it. And most of us, when we're approaching goal setting, we're not touching on anything but the expression of what we're actually looking for. And you'll understand what I mean by that as we go, as we dive into this. So there's kind of a three-part process to this that I will walk you through. And this is going to hopefully allow you to have more peace with your goal-setting process, but also allow you to achieve it so that you're not having pressure on yourself to achieve, you know, specific outcomes by a certain time. I'm really of the thought that Whatever is desired by you is destined for you. Your success is inevitable, meaning that you're going to be able to get and receive anything that you want. However, you need to be committed to actually having the experience that you desire. And so that'll hopefully make more sense as we dive into this. One way that we do this is kind of is starting to remove the timeline from things. 
once we have timelines on stuff, it can start to create a lot of pressure and a lot of stress. And then you might think that if you don't actually achieve that goal that you set out to get by the time that you said you were going to get it, that you feel like a failure. And that is not actually true whatsoever. So one of the things that we can start to do is reinvent our relationship with the outcome, with our results. One way to think of that is you can either be very attached to the result or you can be very resigned. Regardless of where you are on that spectrum, we often, it's not very effective, meaning that if we're really attached to the outcome, whether good or bad, that means that we make it mean something about us. And then on the other side, if you're really resigned to the result or the outcome, your goal that you've set, then that means that you usually aren't taking any action to it. Well, so then what in the heck is the point? It doesn't really mean anything to you, right? So there's an entirely different place to come from, which is a place of commitment, a place of thinking about what is the journey and the experience that I want to be creating here, regardless of the outcome. So this is a big reason why we focus on the experience rather than just the result. So yes, you might totally create what those traditional SMART goals are, right? Coming up with a SMART or specific goal, which would be specific, measurable, actionable, and attainable. People spot those out. Realistic and time-bound. While SMART goals are very helpful, they can, like I said, can put a lot of stress on ourselves. And if we're attached to the outcome, then we often feel like we are a failure if it doesn't work out. And then if it does work out, we make it also mean something about us, which might seem okay, but we end up being on this roller coaster of results. Good results means I'm great. Bad results means I'm bad. And then we're constantly at the effect of what is going well and what's not going well. When in reality, some things just aren't ready for you yet. Something Sometimes you're not ready for the things that you actually want. So instead, what I have found and what I have found with my clients is that when we place our attention more so on the experience we want to be creating, that that feels like a lot more empowering because we're actually able to go do it now. You can create that experience now regardless of what you have, regardless of the result. So let's go ahead and dive into how we're going to actually do that. So if you have listened to something by me before, you have probably heard me talk about domino goals. And domino goals really refer to a few goals, a handful of goals, really three or less areas of our life that we actually focus on that will make an impact throughout our entire life. So instead of focusing on our life as a whole, every single area of our life, which I divide them into, I divide our life into eight different areas. Instead of looking at all of those areas and trying to make a change in every single one, instead we chose the three. We choose three that will have the biggest impact on your whole entire life. And so Ideally, you choose three. They might go ahead and just pop up in your mind right now. You might be like, yep, my business or my career, my love life. Maybe it's friends and family. Maybe it's play, fun, and recreation. Maybe it's your spiritual and personal development. Maybe it's your health and well-being, finances, or your environment. 
So choosing your three most powerful goals is going to be a really important part of this process. It's going to inform everything else. So taking some time to actually think about that. You perhaps might be somebody that is often, you know, oriented to setting business goals. I know I am. So I automatically always think that. But when I actually look at this holistic view of my life, I can really step back and think about, hey, what would actually make the biggest impact on my life as, an, as a whole? Um, and I have found that sometimes when I actually don't set my business goals, when I don't have a business goal and I'm focused on some other things, that that actually just happens. I end up getting the things that I desire and I want in my business because it's almost like I'm not so obsessed with it that I'm able to actually relax and just be in my business and show up the way that I want to show up and kind of let the pieces fall how they're supposed to fall. Um, not saying that I'm completely hands-off, but that is just completely what has worked for me because I tend to have my hands a lot in my business. So something to be thinking about as you're choosing your domino areas are is to think about what do you already have intact? What is already working really well for you? What are thing, What are areas of your life that you're like, you know what? I would probably rate this a five out of five, like, or maybe even a four out of five. And so perhaps that wouldn't be the area that you would choose. For example, I feel like my health and my wellness is pretty intact. I feel like that's something that I am able to focus on. I have a really healthy relationship with it. And I already have some really great habits integrated and I view myself as a healthy person. So I do the healthy things. My identity and my beliefs are completely aligned with being a healthy person. So that's not usually an area that I choose. Um, and I'm sure one day that might change because that's going to probably change throughout my life. So for you thinking about what are those that you would definitely take off the table? Maybe this thing is going really well. It doesn't mean that you're not going to focus on it, right? It doesn't mean that you're not going to put effort into it. It just means it doesn't need to be a top of mind focus for you. Perhaps the relationship with your partner is really great. And maybe there's just like one thing that y'all need to focus on. Maybe it's just having a weekly date. Or maybe the relationship with your friends and your family is really good and you guys already hang out pretty often. You talk to them often. You feel like that's a thriving area. Well, those would not be the areas to choose. We're looking for the ones that would make the biggest impact if you doubled down on them, if you really focused on them and put your effort into them. So the thought here is that a raising tide raises all ships, right? If I'm focused on this one area or these well, I say three areas, that everything else will raise. So that's really what I want you to be thinking about, right? So what are those things that are going to have an impact across the board? So that's the first step. Um, and we will think of a timeline here just as a way for you to start to have a little bit of context and some boundaries around where your mind is going as you're thinking and you're stepping into what changes you would actually make in these dominoes area in these dominoes areas. So one of the things that I love to do here is think of this as like a 12 month experiment. And so what that will do is that allows you to kind of relax a little bit in this process that, Hey, we're just doing an experiment here. It's not like it's all or nothing. 
we're going to see what works. We're going to see what doesn't work. And it's going to be a learning experience. So you cannot fail. You can only learn something here. So taking this in as your 12-month experiment in the next 12 months, these are the three domino areas that are going to make the biggest difference. And we're going to take that approach. So that's simply a mindset shift for you. Simply a mindset shift for you to take this approach of addressing this as a experiment and not a end all be all. So one of the things that's going to help you there is staying committed to the process, right? Is not being attached to what the results are, regardless of the timeline. So the way that I um, want you to think of this with the 12-month experiment is you're just trying on this goal-setting method that I'm teaching you for this 12 months to see if it works for you. So if you actually go all in on this experiment and it doesn't work for you, it's not for you. But if you go all in and you're like, oh my gosh, this is life-changing. Well, hey, this is a great approach for you. So what I'm basically trying to address here is that this is not a um, end-all be-all way of thinking when we're approaching this. So here's the next step. For each of the three areas, you're going to determine your experience or your intention statement. This is what I like to call this next step, your experience or intention statement. So for example, if you chose the area of health and wellness, think about what is the experience that you want to be having in that area of your life? If you rated it a five out of five, what would you be experiencing? What would you be feeling in terms of your health and your wellness? Would you be energized? Would you feel powerful? Would you feel strong? Would you feel like you have stability in that area? And maybe all these words resonate with you, but choose your words. This is a very important part is for you to really come up with the words that pull on your heartstrings. And as you're stepping into this, don't be so concerned about getting the right word at first, but at least just start to brainstorm and you can always come back and upgrade the word to something else. So we're coming up with the experience or intention statement. We're going to turn this into a statement in just a minute. But for right now, I just want you to think of what are these experience words? What are these experiences and these feelings that you want to be having in that area of your life? So what would it look like in your romantic relationship? Maybe you would say, I have, you know, it would be a healthy relationship. It would be something that feels supportive and caring and fun. Or maybe with your friends and your family, it would be, you know, I would feel really connected and supported. Or in your environment, it might look like, you know, I would feel, my environment would feel calm. It would feel welcoming and well-lit. Spiritual personal development, perhaps there you would also use the word connected or Maybe you would feel like you have a routine and you have some opportunities to learn. So what are your words? So I, if I were you, would take out a piece of paper, write down your three domino areas, and then your experience words that come up for you. Then once you do that for each of the areas, you're going to actually write up an experience statement. So a way to word this is, 
to create the experience of, you can put your words in there, through or by doing whatever the thing is. For example, you might say, to create the experience of being energized, healthy, and focused by prioritizing the relationship with myself. So that would be a health and wellness example. Could also be a spiritual and personal development example. So come up with your experience statements. And if you're having a hard time with this, Welcome to the club. It's the first time that you're doing it. If you're confused, then that means you're learning something. But here's the thing I want you to know. This is the stuff that most people will not do by themselves. So if you are actually doing this right now, props to you. Or maybe you are driving in the car right now so you can't write down. That's totally fine. You can come back to it. But you can at least plant the seed of what what is it that I want to be experiencing in my life, generally speaking. And then... We let all of what we just did inform our goal. But that's the problem is most people start with this SMART goal. They say, okay, I want to lose this much weight or I want to have this much money or I want to have fill in the blank, right? Well, When we do that backwards approach, what essentially we're doing is we're prioritizing the surface level thing that may not actually be the thing that you want. But I can bet you that if you identify the experience you want, that you can actually, you have full facility over that and that'll probably stay with you long-term in terms of the experience you want to create. Now, that experience informs the goal. So here's the question to ask yourself. Once you identify what that experience or the intention statement is for that domino area, you're going to ask yourself, what would be an expression of having created that experience? What would be an expression of having created that desired experiment experience in 12 months? For example, if you said you wanted to be experiencing peace of mind and finances, what would be an expression of having created a peace of mind? Maybe you said paying taxes ahead of time, hiring a bookkeeper, but there are a lot of options here. Now, that is just an expression of having created it. We're just coming up with ideas of, okay, if, if I was creating this experience, I think that these are some things that I might do within 12 months. You may not do all of them. You may not do any of them, but I can bet you that if you focus on creating that experience that you really want to be having, that you're going to come up with other ideas and ways to do that. Let me ask you this. If at the end of 2023, you created all of the experiences that you wanted to be creating in terms of your experience statements, that you could honestly say, you know what? I created peace of mind in my finances. I created um, stability and peace within my my love and my relationships. I created support, you know, whatever it is that you want. So let me ask you this. If you actually created all of the experiences that you wanted to be creating, would you then care if you hit the goal or not? Probably not. 
if you were experiencing what you wanted to be experiencing, but you didn't get the thing that you wanted in terms of the physical expression of what that would look like, would it really matter to you? Probably not so much. So you can start to see that that's just an expression of having created the goal. And what I find with a lot of my clients is that when they come to me and they identify all these things that they desire, these physical expressions of things that they want, that often after six, 12 months of working together, they're like, I don't even care about that. What it actually, what actually matters to me is enjoying this experience. And I know that I'm going to get there, but the thing that I'm actually working on now is being present with what I want to be creating now rather than always chasing something that we don't have. So essentially what this does is it puts the power back in your hands so that you can start creating the experience that you actually desire now. You actually have the ability to do this anywhere in your life, in your relationships, personal or professional, at your current career or your business. And if you're sitting there saying, nope, I don't think I can, Jenny. There's these, this, this reason and that reason and this and these people are this reason and you're pointing the finger at other people, then you're allowing them to change the experience that you truly desire. And maybe, maybe you do need to leave the job or leave the relationship. I don't know, but you got to be honest with yourself to know what you actually need in order to create the experience you want. But it definitely starts with you developing the relationship with you, not pointing the finger at other people. It starts with you looking at the relationship with you, developing and getting clarity around what you really want to be experiencing, and then finding the ways that you can start to do that. And when you start to actually create that experience that you want, you start to see what's not aligned. So then we stop doing those things. And we also start to see what actually is aligned. So we continue doing those. That's a really easy way to start to implement this is think about, okay, if I were actually creating this experience, what would I start? What would I stop? And what would I continue doing? That would inform all of our actions. That's how we start to get into alignment. And what this process really does is it gets us into alignment with our soul, not in alignment with what everybody else thinks right? So you can live one of two ways. You can live in alignment with other people's opinions and what they think that you should do, or you can live in alignment with what you really want. That's going to require you to pause and identify what those things are so that you can start to pursue that. And yes, it might be uncomfortable. Yes, you might have to speak up. Yes, you might have to leave relationships end relationships. Or you might have to set some boundaries, which can all be uncomfortable and it's normal. So we start to identify what is worth it, what actually is going to work for us. Now, the next step to all of this is actually implementing it. So I just talked about the start, stop, and continue. Now, there's still something that can get in the way and I, I would be not right if I didn't tell you this because it's not like you're all good to go from here. (laughs) Okay. We're going to run into resistance. You're going to have resistance, but the other really big thing is that you are going to get in your own way. It is inevitable because you are a human and the way that we get in our own way 
is our beliefs. If you cannot sit here and say, you know what? I truly believe that I can actually create this experience. Then we have some belief work that we got to work on. Or you might run into something along the way where you know that there's an inspired action you need to take in order to create the experience that you've committed to. And you're finding yourself challenged to do that. Maybe it's something like, I was just working with a client who just quit her job. And that was really challenging for her, speaking up, having that conversation with somebody. Those are the types of things that we work on within coaching, right? These beliefs, coming up with the communication skills. What are these things that we need to start doing in order to relate to ourselves as the person who we're really meant to be? That's the deeper work. I mean, the self-actualization work is the work that actually changes everything, right? So just so that you know, setting these goals is going to be really powerful for you. And getting into your belief work. You can start to create what I call bridge beliefs. I don't want to give you too much here because this is a lot of the stuff that I do with my clients. And then a lot of questions come up and I'm happy to help you through these things. But bridge beliefs are a great way to start doing this because what we're not doing, what we don't want to do is we don't want to just slap on a belief that you don't actually believe, right? So this is what some people will tell you to do with affirmations And, oh, we'll just say I'm worthy. Well, if you fundamentally don't believe that you are worthy, it's going to be really hard to start believing that. (laughs) So we got to work towards that. We create a bridge to that belief. And there's ways and strategies that we actually do that. And these skills that we learn within coaching are lifelong skills. You're going to be using this everywhere. You might even be teaching your kids these things or the team that you're leading. Beautiful work. So regardless Come up with your three domino areas. That is your practice. I'm all about integrating, right? So come up with your three domino areas for the next 12 months and then your experience statements and then perhaps a smart goal to go all along with that. What would be the expression of having created that in the next 12 months? Or you can even go short-term and go within the next quarter. All right, I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you took some value from today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the inspiration on Instagram by following along at Wellwolf or visiting the website at wellwolf.com. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, be well, be wild.